Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Welcome back. You inglorious bastards and magnificent bitches. It has begun. <sighs> it most certainly has begun. It is I, Docomo, and we're back from my thought of the day. How dare and you? And we're going to dare on. Greta, we're going to dare on. This is like, I didn't know we were going to start a week off like this. So I'm all discombobbled. Uh... So we're sending tanks to Ukraine, and Russia's not too happy about it, and other countries like France don't know the logistics, and it's a fucking hot mess as always, so uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and, uh, I don't even understand why the fuck we're involved, but I guess <laughs> I guess it is what it is. Let's get right into this, this first one. Um... This is from AP News. Uh, U.S. Germany to send advanced tanks to aid the war effort. Uh, I don't know what kind of tanks Germany send or what the numbers are, but we're sending a, a 31 Abrams tanks. Uh, Berlin, Germany, and the United States announced Wednesday that they will send advanced battle tanks to Ukraine, offering what wouldn't expect call an armored punching force to help Kiev break combat stalemates as the Russian invasion enters its 12th month. The announcement marked the first stage of a coordinated effort by the West to provide dozens of heavy weapons, which Ukraine's military commanders said would enable counteroffensives, reduce casualties, and help restore dwindling ammunition supplies. Why is that our problem? Uh, American President Joe Biden said that the U.S. will send 31 M1 Abrams tanks, reversing months of persistent arguments by Washington that they were too difficult for Ukrainian troops to operate and maintain. So we're just going to escalate and cause more war. Winning. No. You suck. We can't afford to be participating in these wars. Like, I don't... Uh, the left screams, no war, no war, no war, no war, if they start a war. The right screams, no war, no war, no war, no war, they start a war. I don't care about either of you war. I don't want to fight for Israel. I don't want to fight for Ukraine. It doesn't, I, I, I just, I, I don't want to fight, motherfucker. Oh, what the fuck? The U.S. decision followed Germany's agreement to send 14 Le uh, Leopard 2 A6 tanks from its own stocks. Germany had refused to send Leopards unless the U.S. put its... Abrams on the table, not wanting to incur Russia's wrath without the U.S. making a similar commitment. This is the result of intensive consultations once again, and our allies and international partners, Chancellor Olaf Scholz, told Germany lawmakers it was right, and it is important that we didn't let ourselves be driven into this decision. Biden said European allies have agreed to send enough tanks to equip two U Ukrainian tank battalions, or a total of 62 tanks. To liberate their land, they had to be able to counter Russia's evolving tactics and strategy on the battlefield in a very near term, Biden said. Several European countries have equipped their armies with Leopold II tanks, and Germany's announcement means they can give some of their stock to Ukraine. Speaking in a video address late Wednesday, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky healed the creation of what he described as a tank coalition. We must form a tank first. Fist, a fist of freedom whose hits will not let tyranny stand up against 
again, Lizzie said, he said the fucking buzzwords. He said Ukrainian will push for more weapons, including long-range missiles and aircrafts. The terrorist state must lose the right to life, must be protected, and it, well, you are a terrorist state as well. Like I, I you were ousted and put in there as a puppet. I, I don't like what fucking Russia's doing. I, I, I do think Donsk and Lons have a right to be their own fucking people. Um, we shouldn't have been using bioweapons in there. Uh, I don't trust our government any more than I trust fucking Russia's government. And I don't want to be involved in any of this. I, I, for once, I'd like to wake up and be like, we have pulled out of this retarded bullshit. Like, that's what I want the headline to be. We pulled out of this retarded bullshit. <laughs> but one can never be so fucking lucky, right? Tanks will help reduce casualties uh, among our soldiers, then gain new results and win this war quicker, said Olozov Surovsky, commander of a company, and the 17th Tank Brigade deployed in uh, Bakhmut. Ukrainian soldiers and experts said Ukrainian forces are running low on spare parts to repair old Soviet-era tanks and the specific ammunition they required while uh, enduring relentless barrages of Russian artillery. The Western tanks could help open a new pipeline for ammunition to flow to Ukraine. With an expected springtime Russian offensive looming, the tanks will also enable Ukraine's forces to launch new offensives and curb casualties. Three military commanders, including two in the Army's tank division, told the Associated Press. Without the new tanks, we cannot win this war, said uh, Maxim Butolin, chief Sar sergeant of the 54th Brigade Tank Division. He spoke to the AP by phone early this week from the near the Bakhmut front. I mean, he is right. Without fucking modern military equipment to uh, curb the Russian military, there is no way they can win. But uh, we're gonna get in thing. We're gonna get into uh, something in the next segment that uh, if Russia isn't lying about, it's gonna change the name of the game. The main problem. Oh, is it? Uh, Ukrainian forces have had to preserve ammunition to deal with frequent breakdowns and maintenance issues, uh, Sarah Ronkin said. The main problem we have with our tanks is they are old, he said, expressing a preference for the Leopold II, which he said was more suitable for Ukraine's terrain. <laughs> Zirko said the modern tanks had been more precise targeting systems, better armor and equipment, and allowed nighttime operations. Gian Gentile, a U.S. Army veteran and senior historian with the RAND think tank, said that the M1 Abrams and the Leopold will give Ukraine a mechanized armor-punching force. The Abrams tank can hit a moving target up to 2,000 meters, 1.25 miles away, while rolling across rough terrain, he said. Uh, Skoltz spoke by phone Wednesday with Biden, French President Emilio Macron, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, and Italian Premier George Georgia Meloni, the German Chancellor, said in a statement, all five leaders agreed to continue military support to Ukraine and close Euro-Atlantic coordination. And you, we, we, we might as well just fuck it. I don't want this, so I'm going to preface that, but it, we might as well just fucking declare war on Russia and get it the fuck over with. Because that's where this is headed. There's no other way this goes besides us fucking going to war with Russia. Like, we, we have declared war on Russia without a fucking congressional vote, without any other fucking bullshit. Like, this shit pisses me the fuck off. We have crumbling infrastructure. We were out without power for a fucking couple of days. And we're sending all this fucking money and shit to Ukraine. We don't fucking have it. I'm sorry. This needs to end. I'm just fucking saying. 
But we just got to move right along and get through this because uh, this subject pisses me off. Um, we were going to go over Trump for a little bit. And, uh, let me collect myself. We were going to go over what Trump thinks about providing tanks to Ukraine because uh, he, he, he said it might lead to nukes. And you, you can look at the Business Insider uh, or the Insider article, boom, right here. Uh, but let's back up a bit. Uh, I found a different article and we're going to go into that instead uh so boom the eurasian times i think that's what that says yeah the eurasian times uh, russia threatens to unleash combat robot to burn ukrainians in u.s and germany origin abrams and leopold two tanks a day after the united states and germany finally gave the green light to deliver their respective main battle tanks mbts to ukraine former Roscosmos boss Dmitry Rogozin said that these tanks would be obliterated by a combat robot co-named Marker. Now this is what I'm fucking saying, combat robots, man. We've been developing these for like the last 20 years and stuff. I mean, we have them too, which is why we're probably willing to give these shitty tanks that we don't need no more to fucking Ukraine. Uh, but it is what it is, man. Like, in Russia, it's like, we ain't going to nuke you if you continue this. If you continue this, we're going to unleash the fucking Terminator. We're just going to send in the fucking Terminator, and and we're going to be done with it, because we're done with this bullshit. On January 25th, Germany and the United States announced they would deliver Leopold II and M1 Abrams' main battle tanks to Ukraine after weeks of dilly-dallying on the issue. Further, Berlin went so far as to say that it will also aid the transfer of Leopold II from partner countries to battlefield in Ukraine. Uh, but shortly after the announcement, the former Roscosmos chief had figured out how his country would battle these incoming Western tanks. Moscow quickly criticized the move, with Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov warning that any tanks sent to Ukraine by the United States would burn like all the rest. The former director general of Roscosmos and the head of the special military advisory group known as Tissos Wolves, Dmitry Rogozin, told uh, RIA Novostia a shocked version of the Russian maker robot would be deployed in Ukraine in February to obliterate NATO tanks. Rogozin explained the combat robot would be able to automatically recognize and attack Ukrainian equipment, including American Abrams tanks and German Leopards. Uh, owing to the computerized catalog of photographs, the Maker is an unmanned group vehicle, uh, UGV, which resembles a tank in appearance, if not in weapons. It also uh, features a, a, a tracked platform like a tank, which may be equipped with various sensors and weapons. Among them are drone launching casings and a turret with a machine gun and anti-tank missiles. So what? And there's a fucking picture of this drone. This tank drone. <laughs> oh, fucking future, we are here. Like, why the fuck do these movies have to become these? Every, every story we make, it, it's like a fuck. It becomes a how-to novel, man. A, a how-to manual instead of a fucking fiction novel. I swear. The combat versions of the Maker robot have an electronic catalog, and their combat system with images of targets in both the visible range and in the infrared. Accordingly, the robot can automatically determine the enemy's equipment. For example, as soon as deliveries to the Abrams and Leopold tanks to the Ukrainian troops begin, Maker will receive an appropriate electronic image and be able to detect and hit American and German tanks with eight. ATGMs automatically, Rogozin said. Earlier this month, Rogozin 
wrote on his Telegram channel that the combat robot would undergo a baptism of fire on the battlefield of the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine. At the time, he said Maker functions autonomously to carry out combat operations and locate targets up to 9.3 miles away. The fact that Rogozin had pitted the new Russian robotic platform against Western Great Advanced Battle Tanks is significant. Until now, the Ukrainian army has used... The archaic Soviet-era tanks, the T-72s donated by NATO countries with the tanks captured from the Russian troops. However, now it hopes to break through Russian defense positions and launch a massive counter-offensive using these cutting-edge battle tanks and armored vehicles from NATO allies. The offensive is expected to be launched in spring when the snow has receded. So, um, when the snow has receded, we're about to fucking... Um, Say some fucking bullshit, man. Uh, you heard it here first, from directly from the Russians. They're gonna be uh, releasing a new fucking combat robot. Uh, Maker was developed by the uh, Android Technique Company in collaboration with the Advanced Research Foundation. It weighs over three tons and reportedly boasts Russia's most sophisticated objective identification autonomous movement capabilities. Earlier this month, Russia announced that it had concluded research on its experimental maker robot combat vehicle. It is worth noting that the robot was developed as a roboticized platform for testing the most advanced technologies for second-generation combat robots, which only undergo the concept development phases. The vehicle has a suspended UAV inside advanced weaponry, the ability to navigate terrain and independently build a rote a modular multi-spectra vision system that uses neural network techniques to pro process data and shows the platform's independence. This is fucking ridiculous. It has a fucking UAV, an unautonomous air vehicle. That is fucking ridiculous. Like, look at this thing. Uh, we're reaching the end of this segment, so I can't play this video, but this thing looks gorgeous. According to previous reports in Russian media, the combat version of the Maker robot had been tested at Russia's Foscone Cosmodrome. It can pinpoint and fire upon enemy targets in the affected area with its fire weapons. In his interactions with R.A. Novosia, Rogozin explained that the robot could also autonomously prioritize targets. He said, let's say it spotted a T-64, an armored personnel carrier, and a foreign equipment on the line and contract. Uh, the robot will independently uh, select a target according to priority based on which of them is the most significant and hit, hit it with the appropriate firepower. Hit it with the appropriate firepower. Um... We probably just fucked Ukraine in the ass. We'll see how this 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 new equipment fares against uh, old military equipment. Uh, but this uh, this next gen twenty first century warfare it's about to begin. Um, uh, and I, I think the autonomous drone, even if it's less slightly less capable than the. Um, the Mermaidrum's tanks and stuff, the Leopold 2, two tanks, it's un unmanned and it, it's going to be minus the human element, so there's going to be less mistakes, and I, I think it's going to win, but we'll see. I'm just fucking saying. All right, moving right along, the French seem to be worried about the logistics of all this stuff. They're worried about the finances, of <laughs> the plan on how they're actually, how are we going to afford or achieve or facilitate moving all of these goddamn tanks into Ukraine that are probably going to get decimated by a combat robot. At least it's not a nuke. No, baby steps. Baby steps, I guess. The Terminator. Instead of nuclear apocalypse, we're, we're the Terminator. 
Then again, Terminator ended up nuking people anyway. But I digress. I digress. Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Let's get into this. Uh, this is from inside. A French may be the next country to send its tanks to Ukraine, but officials worry they could be a, po a poison chalice. France is worried about a poison chalice, huh? Uh, with several Western nations already pledging tanks to Ukraine, speculation is mounting that France will send its uh, Leclerc main battle tanks. But French defense officials question how useful the Leclerc would be as Ukrainians already face the challenge of incorporating multiple Western tanks, including the U.S. M1 Abrams, Britain's Challenger 2, and German's Leopold 2. I mean, not yet. Having not, maybe we should have got together and decided which tank we're going to show and put our resources into making them tanks and make one tank, one separate tank, instead of giving them five different types of tanks, but I digress. I digress. These designs are more complex than the Soviet and Russian designed tanks that Ukraine had before the war, thus requiring Ukrainian crews to learn new equipment, tactics, and maintenance. Those concerns appear to trump previous worries that supplying tanks to Ukraine could inflate disputes with the NATO or provoke Russian retaliation. Well, it's going to cause them to introduce fucking uh, a 21st century battle technology under the, the combat drone onto the fucking battlefield. But, you know, it is what it is. We knew one of these things were going to surface sooner or later. Uh, there's no political objection. A French defense official told news service agents France Pressy this week were just wondering whether the Leclerc would be a poison chalice. The aim <coughs> could be useful and effective. Mm. <coughs> yeah, I'm dying. Excuse me. I, I think I'm good. It sounds like me that, that they're... They're trying to come up with ways to not send these tanks because they probably can't afford to, like none of us can. So this is the Leclerc, huh? Uh, Ukraine would beg to differ desperate for any tanks they can get. Ukrainian troops would gladly take the Leclerc, one of the more advanced tanks in the world. Designed for speed and firepower, the Leclerc can use its French design 120mm smoothbore cannon advanced sensors to engage targets while on the move. The latest version of the Leclerc can reach a speed of 50 miles per hour and destroy a target as far as 2.5 miles away, the commander of a French tank regiment told Le Monde. That's on par with our, our Abrams. As with French other uh, French weapons throughout the years, the Leclerc is a little different than his foreign counterparts. Weighing in at around 57 tons, it is smaller and lighter than the 80-ton M1A3 Abrams and 64-ton Challenger 2 and 62-ton Leopold 2. It is probably less well-armored than the late-model Abrams or Challenger 2, though it does mount an explosive re reactive armor charges to de deflect anti-tank rounds. That's interesting. Also unusual is that the Leclerc only has three-person crew rather than 40 typical in Western tanks. Russian tanks such as the T-72 and T-90 have a crew of the three. The Leclerc as well as Russian tanks with an autoloader to feed shells into the cannons. This is how our tanks operate. We're going to send them to the battlefield. Please don't decimate these tanks. <laughs> we should, if we're going to be failing these in the battlefield, we probably shouldn't be fucking telling people how they work. While this allows the vehicle to be smaller and autoloader is more vulnerable to malfunction, it also means one less crewman to stand, watch, and perform maintenance, which leads to more work for the three-person crew. 
Assessing the performance of the Le Cleric is somewhat difficult given the tank's limited combat record. It first entered French service in 1991 when it's considered the most expensive tank in the world, which may have hampered its export prospects. Other than France, only the United Emirates purchased the Le Cleric, some of which it later donated to Jordan. The UAE operates 258 vehicles, from of which saw combat when it intervened in Yemen's civil war. Some claim it performed better than the M1 Abrams tanks, and Saudi Arabia has used that in combat. I mean, so they're saying it's better than our tanks, but we'll see. Uh, some 8, 862-lit clerics were built before production ceased in 2008. France operates 222, and 50 of those were recently slated for upgrade to the XLR version. The Leclerc's lightweight may make it more maneuverable than the other Western tanks headed to Ukraine. On the other hand, yet another tank model means the Ukrainian army will have to deal with yet another set of tactical and logistical changes. That's the big one. This could, like, make or break an army, because new people can't just pick up the equipment and run with it easily. If France only sends a small number of tanks, just as Britain is only sending 14 Challenger 2s, then it would require a lot of overhead for a relatively small combat capability. Also significant is that unlike the Abrams and Leopold II, there are only three nations that operate the Leclerc. Should problems arise with France, French deliveries, Ukraine would have difficult finding other sources of the vehicles and spare parts. Nonetheless, the Leclerc could be formidable and probably a superior opponent for, of, of Russian tanks, such as the T-72 and T-90. At least France would be given a Ukraine a real tank. But how would it fare against this new combat drone? That's what I'd like to know. That that's the big question here. Now that we know that the combat drone is going to be fielded, the AMX-10 RC, which France recently pledged to Ukraine, has been called the light tank. In reality, it's an armored car with the big cannon, but light armor, and it isn't designed for slugging it out with the enemy tanks. France also sent Caesar self-propelled 155 millimeter howitzers as well as Crotail mobile anti-aircraft missiles. Ukraine may receive the more advanced French-Italian SAMP-T Mamba air defense system, but other than Rafael jet fighters, the most powerful weapon symbolically and militarily the French could provide would be the Leclerc tanks. Uh, this is just them trying to, like, fucking uh, emotional pull at the end there to get France to decide to send them these tanks. If France wants to send them these tanks, that's on France. If France doesn't want to send them these tanks, then that's fine. It's on French. We shouldn't be pressuring them to get involved in something that we probably shouldn't have gotten involved in at all. And now we might have to deal with the fucking Terminator because we did get involved. Um, but they got a point. Uh, if the troops have to learn multiple different tanks and, and a team gets taken out but the equipment's still good, you can't just easily move another team into that, that equipment because it might not translate from the team or the, the equipment that they weren't prior to that. And that's going to slow that's gonna slow them down and it's going to hurt them tactically in, uh, in the long run. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, like I said in the last segment, uh, the, the combat drone tank with fucking non-human... The, the minus the human element is probably going to be superior. Just fucking saying. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Moving on into the final segment. This is Politico. Uh, apparently, Ukraine is ungrateful, despite acting like they're grateful, and now it wants tank. Now, now it wants fighter jets. Like, oh, thank you for the taste. Give me more. 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 Give me more, 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 give me more. Every fucking president since 91 has moved further fucking towards Russia, despite the agreement with the Soviet Union in 91 when it broke down. 
and collapsed and, and went away and absolved itself that they wouldn't move closer to this is just fucking utter and complete fucking garbage but anyway let's get right into this ukraine got its tanks now it wants jet fighters too discussions are underway about supplying kiev with modern aircraft despite western fears of escalation we might as well just fucking declare war this is a fucking mistake. For Ukraine, the struggle to secure Western battle tanks was just the start, with U.S.-built Abrams and German-made Leopolds now headed for the front line following months of bickering among Western allies, military planners, and Kiev of turning their attention to what they see as the logical next step in the effort to repel Russian invaders' shipments of modern fighter jets. Conversions with more than half a dozen Western military officials and diplomats confirmed it confirm an internal debate about supplying Ukraine with fighter jets is already underway, pushed by Ukrainian officials with support from uh, hawkish Baltic states. The next natural step would be fighters, a diplomat from a northern European country said, he said, they're just like, they're slowly rolling out the war. Winning. No. You suck. And, and just like slowly rolling it out there because they know nobody wants it. And they're just slowly rolling it out to us, no matter what. Just like the World Economic Forum had a meeting where the topic was ending our fucking free speech. The topic was directly violating by international fucking coalition to fucking... This is like... Oh, my God. We're going to pull out of this garbage, and we're going to pull out of this garbage immediately. The debate will likely prove even more... Con Contentious than the row of supplying tanks in Europe, multiply officials and diplomats said their government no longer considers the idea a non-starter, but the fears of escalation remain high. Washington told Kiev that supplying aircraft is a no-go for the moment. The diplomat quoted above said, but added, there is a red line there. But last summer we had a red line on high Mars, multiple rocket launches, and that moved. Then it was battle tanks, and that's moving. A second senior envoy from a European... It's it's true. Like, we keep fucking moving the goalposts. Keep moving the fucking goalposts. We keep moving the fucking goalposts. So don't lie to me. I know you're going to give them jets eventually, and it's just fucking sad because we could be using money to... A second senior envoy from European power also stressed the speed at which the supply of Western weaponry is escalating. Fighters are completely unconceivable today, they said, but we might have the discussion in two or three weeks. <clears throat> two or three weeks. Defense ministers from Ukraine's allies are due to hold a further summit next month at the U.S. military base in Rammstein in southwest Germany, where aviation and air support are expected to be key focus. Dutch Foreign Affairs Minister Wilpok Hoekstra told the Dutch Parliament last week that his cabinet would look at supplying F-16 fighter jets if Kiev requests them. We are open-minded. There are no taboos, he said. Like, this is ridiculous. We might as well have just declared war with Russia. We just might as well... Like, this is fucked up. This is... We, we're headed to world war. Like, this is, this is not going to end well. It's not going to end well at all. Uh, that followed comments last month from Slovakian former uh, affairs minister... Uh, Radislav Kaser, who told Interfax Ukraine that his government was ready to hand Soviet era MiG-29 fighters to Kiev and was talking with NATO partners and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky about how to do so. Other senior politicians are significantly less gung-ho. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz ruled out fighter jets delivering Wednesday, citing that need to prevent further military escalation. There will be no fighter jet delivery to Ukraine, he said. This was made clear very early, including from the U.S. president. 
Some officials believe next month's discussion at Rammstein will therefore be more focused on thrashing out a contingency plan in case fighter jets are urgently needed at some future point, rather than on striking a deal on the near-term deliveries. Yeah, they're, they're just planning it out. It's still going to happen. They like It's just fucking garbage. Ukraine's Europe... They, we, Ukraine's European allies forces a conflict that could last three or five more years or longer than there are concerns. The West is close to the limit of what it can provide without triggering an extreme response from Moscow. And we've probably already beyond that. And the fucked up thing is you're, we're acting like we're not at war. But if we're fucking having meetings at our military bases with our military commanders and we're fucking discussing the strategies and stuff that are being employed to fight the war, it doesn't matter whose fucking troops they're working, especially since the troops are made up of volunteers from all across NATO anyway. Like, this is just fucking garbage. Uh, steady escalation. Earlier last week, Western allies agreed an unwritten policy not to supply Ukraine with a fully comprehensive package of weapons immediately after the invasion out of fear would trigger a big response from Russia, a third senior diplomat from another European government said. Another European government. Which one? Like, which one? The thinking was that the West should provide its support gradually assessing the Russian response at every step. Many countries in the West think that if we were to supply Ukraine with all the hardware they asked for in the first place of the war, there would be a strong Russian reaction, including nuclear. You may call this a profession of getting Putin accustomed to diplomats. Everybody's still worried about nuclear weaponry, and we've already just went over, like, the weapons of the 21st century are going to be fucking autonomous combat drones, bro. <laughs> Nobody wants to nuke things so they can't, like, they destroy it and they can't fucking claim it or use the resources and shit like that. Like, everybody knows that that's bad. That's, like, fucking last-ditch option. Like, they're going to deploy weaponry that we haven't seen yet long before we go to a nuke. Long before we go to the nuke. And I don't know why we would go to nukes when we could just drop a, drop a tungsten rod from fucking space. Accomplish the same thing with none of the fallout. That's how winning is done! Giant tungsten rod satellite. Low orbit. Right over a city. Boom! Same thing. No fallout. Um, we're going to be seeing some shit that... Uh, <sighs> what the fuck? Welcome to the 21st century, am I right? Just fucking saying. And thank you for supporting this episode of my thought of the day. We can't do this without you inglorious bastards and magnificent bitches. We've already been banned off of Twitter. We've been banned off of TikTok. Um, we, we fight in Facebook. We don't know how long we're going to last there because we did get banned and we fought to get back and then we got back and then... But sometimes we still get banned, retard, saying retarded. It's just it's a constant battle there. Uh, YouTube has banned the uh, one channel completely, and now it's banning the Clips channel. So we stopped even uploading them completely because we can't do it. So we can't do this without you guys. Uh, so uh, uh, share, please like, share, and subscribe. If, especially if you can't if you can't become a member to help really contribute to us, uh, which is $5 a month, and um, it comes with some benefits. You can go on the website to uh, see what those are, but uh, it comes with like exclusive content and stuff, but that, that money all will be funneled back into the website to help uh, make more content and make it better for you guys, because that's how winning is done, and it helps censor, uh, filter us from the censorship machine, but if you can't do that, because I know times are tough, the best way you can help is to 
get create a free account on the website where you'll get notified when things go live and you can watch things directly from the website where we will never be censored and um, share it share it out on these uh, these social media platforms like Twitter that we that people don't like with us that share us out there share us on all these social like subscribe leave reviews if you're listening to us on one of the audio platforms uh, help boost us in these algorithms because um, they're gonna shadow ban us they're gonna they're going to try and censor us. They're going to only we can get us through this together. And we can't do this without you. We love each and every single one of you. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Thermador, at your local Ferguson showroom.